the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason wrapping up the week on this Friday and another good week uh, in in the gold markets. Uh, Wall Street has been under pressure continuously. We've had a lot of earnings, a lot of tech earnings. Uh, Amazon today, it was good, but not good enough. Right, we, we've seen a lot of that, haven't we? Hey, the earnings were good, but not good enough. Uh, and, and you're seeing uh, expectations continue to come down. We've got uh, the, the one of the Fed's favorite inflation gauges, which doesn't track inflation. So what? Of course it's their favorite. Why do we like it so much? Well, because it doesn't actually track inflation. We've got updates on consumer spending. It's way up. And here's the problem. It's way up. But it's not because they're going on vacation. It's not because uh, they're, they're out there spending money at the movies or going to concerts. Uh-uh. It's up because inflation is skyrocketing. The, the Fed's trying to say it's not, but the consumer absolutely says that it is. And then, of course, uh, we are now bombing uh, in Syria. Apparently, it's not war. Maybe, maybe it's just me. Maybe I, I just don't know what war is. We reported yesterday that they were bombing our troops that were in Syria and Iraq. And today uh, we announced, hey, we bombed them back. That, that kind of sounds like war to me. But, you know, apparently it was defensive. So I guess maybe it's not a war. Uh, but I think, Jason, <laughs> the long and the short of it, it sure feels like war's coming, doesn't it? I'd, I'd say it's war. I mean, uh, didn't we have a war on drugs? I don't think there's any bombs going off, <laughs> right? <laughs> that wasn't a very good war, was it? That wasn't a very – apparently the war on drugs now is just legalize them all. I guess that's the new war on it. <laughs> I guess we lost. <laughs> yeah. I, guess, I guess the drugs won. <laughs> Another war we did not win. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. You guys know the website, allamericangold.com. And, and there was reports uh, out of Qatar that, you know, the usual, well, wait, well, you know, we're, we're hopeful there could be a deal. And then Qatar kind of made an odd announcement. Hey, um, you know, maybe we might be open to kicking Hamas out of our country. So uh, I think that uh, Cutter is starting to read the tea leaves and be and like, wait a minute, wait a minute, man. Don't bomb us, right? right? And you started bombing other places. We don't need any dis, uh, defensive bombing uh, going on. We'll, we'll see uh, Israeli tanks uh, went into Gaza yesterday. They didn't go very far, but they're in there. Uh, we'll kind of see... Uh, how that plays out as well, but the I think the big the big piece today was spending in the CPI deflator 
which I just love. The, the, let me be correct. The core CPI deflator. Man, that sounds really technical. Uh, what What is it? Well, it's something that doesn't track inflation that we pawn off as tracking inflation. It slowed to 3.7%. So let me just explain it to you. If you actually don't live in this country, if you live in fantasy land, maybe you're a homeless person. I think this would apply to homeless people. Okay, because, you know, they don't count food. But, you know, you're homeless, right? You got, you're on the street corner. You know, you're hoping people give you money to buy food. If you don't have to pay for it, I guess you don't buy I, you, They don't count energy. Well, you're homeless, so you're probably not turning the lights on, right? So I guess that, that works. And then, oh, by the way, uh, anything else you actually use, let's not count that either. So the inflation for homeless people is... inflation for everybody else skyrocketing and this is not this is not me but the the consumer spending number came out and it said that consumer spending had a huge jump in other words what they're saying is hey the consumer has got to come out of of pocket Uh, by the way wages hmm Hmm. Wages for government workers up 7.8%. Wages overall for private workers apparently fell. Yeah, so the government paid a lot more. Uh, pay no attention to the strikes and, and all of that. Apparently that, that's just not happening. That's just make-believe. Uh, workers for everybody else fell 3.9%. Personal savings rate, it collapsed, it almost lost 25%. Uh, and th- these are month-over-month numbers. And then, of course, the, the, the big part is how much consumers are having to pay just to keep the lights on. And, Jason, when we're looking at these numbers, the consumer is saying, hey, wait a minute. You're saying inflation hasn't gone away. But then the, the University of Michigan survey, the consumer is saying inflation is actually getting worse again. Yeah, sometimes I wonder how they get those numbers, Joe, because uh, when it comes to uh, public or private employees going down, does that include – is that just wages going down or does that include lost jobs is, is going to a net zero for income? Because, you know, Elliot, that's what I, I'm starting to think that's an unemployment, but I don't know how they calculate it, you know, that, because yeah. I don't see how, how you can pay less people less right now. It seems like even if you cut the workforce down, you have to pay more for who you got standing, Joe. Well, and, and again, I, I guess I should clarify the rate of increase. Has slowed uh, rate of increase dramatically. Okay. That know, makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess sure it's good it to be has. in the government, Joe. Sure it is. Yeah, right. Unless you work, unless you work for the government, then it's better. So there, there you have it. We'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason wrapping up this Friday. Uh, it's a mixed market right now on Wall Street. Uh, the Dow was down again, thirty-two thousand seven hundred. The S and P is pretty flat. Uh, it just went into positive territory. The NASDAQ is up about 150 points, uh, mostly on a good number for Amazon, just not good enough. 
Uh, the 10-year note, pretty flat as well today. Uh, four, eight, six uh, on the 10-year note. We had a at least a reprieve yesterday. The auction yesterday was okay. So I guess that was good news. And I think because a lot of people think sometime this week the ground invasion is going to start, maybe get some safety. But this is not the flight to safety that we've seen in the past. Remember when Russia and Ukraine was getting started. Man, the 10-year the note, the yields plunged. Everybody's like, oh, I'm just going to go to safety. I'm going to buy U.S. bonds. Safe, safe, safe. That hasn't happened this time around. Uh, you know, sitting here, you know, think about four, eight, six. I mean, when when this whole thing kind of started, the you know, on the on the day it started, I want to say the ten year note was like at at four eight, maybe even four seven eight, something like that. So it's actually gone up in yield. Uh, that's not a great sign. Crude oil's higher today, uh, eighty four dollars. Uh, gold and silver are, pl- are pretty flat. Uh, gold right now, 1982. Silver, right below uh, 20, 22.90, right below the $23. The Japanese yen yesterday broke above 150. Today, just below uh, the 150 mark. And again, if you're sitting there and going, man, what's going on? You know, my portfolio got creamed last year. Things started looking better this year, but now all of a sudden, all those gains are starting to go away. Uh, the, the, the the debt markets, let's face it, the debt markets are not well. Just aren't well. You know, we get a 4.9% GDP number, which for us, that's like outrageous GDP, right? That's, that's like uh, the COVID when we paid everybody more money not to work. Uh, the, the go-to-work type GDP, and everybody was like, that's not good. That's a, that's a bad thing. Listen, just telling you, you want to be diversified away from Wall Street, uh, and, and, and there's a lot of things. Hey, you can't take all your money and buy gold and silver. You just can't do it. But maybe you've got an IRA. Maybe you've got an IRA. Who knows? Maybe you got two, three, four, five hundred. Maybe you got a million. I don't know. But if you got at least $50,000, you got to check out Y-Refi. You just have to. Up to 10.25% return, not correlated to Wall Street. Yeah, I'll take that. Doesn't care about the war. Doesn't care about the Fed. Doesn't care about the 10-year note or the bond auctions. And it's fixed. What does that mean? Doesn't change. What if bad stuff happens? Doesn't matter. Right, well, what if what if the banks start going under? Doesn't matter. What if World War III starts? Doesn't matter. Check them out. InvestYrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them at 888-YREFI24. Now, we're talking about the consumer. So every month, the University of Michigan survey comes out. And let me just give you the highlights. Consumers across the board. Expectations for business conditions for the next year fell another 16% in a month. It's not good. How about your own finances? Okay. You don't think business is going to be great. 
right? Maybe your work slowing down or, right, until, you know, everyone's got to clock out, no overtime, whatever. I don't know, right? Obviously, people are like, hey, work's not great. Okay, what, what about personal? What about that? How'd we do one? That fell 8%. And it's been falling. Matter of fact, it's the lowest level of the year as to how consumers feel about their finances. And talking about frustrations in in the consumer, 80%, over 80%, specified that inflation is causing them greater hardships in the year ahead than unemployment. Right? By the way, it's the worst. Think about this. The inflation to the consumer. It's the worst in 11 months. It's the worst number this year. And of course, what have they told us all year? Well, it's falling. It's going down. Look at, look at, look at the inflation for homeless people. I mean, I mean, my gosh, it's only 3.7. I mean, so, I mean, it's almost double what they want it to be. But, you know, it's only 3.7 if you're homeless. Well, guess what? A lot more people in this survey are saying, well, I'm going to be homeless soon if this stuff doesn't end. said high prices are eroding their standard of living. That number was at 39% last month. It's now at 47%. Essentially, half of the Americans, Jason, I think are figuring out, I'm not going to be middle class anymore, right? I'm I'm not middle class. Yeah, I uh, was looking at some videos the other night and some some YouTube video these people posted were as I think it's a husband and wife we're earning $130,000 a year and we and it doesn't seem to be enough. <laughs> it's, it's like, well, you know, it, it, uh, I get it, you know, it's a person that's earning, you know, 20 grand a year or 45 grand a year, you know, they're thinking that's nonsense, but you know, your standard of living, your standard of living, you know, and and $130,000 is giving you the standard of living that, you know, Joe, what I, I in the past, what in the past, what would have been in the past, thirty years, forty years ago, to give you the same standard of living? I mean, you probably ten grand a year, right? To, to, to the nineteen seventies, nineteen eighties, if you were in ten grand or fifteen grand a year, is that what one hundred thirty thousand is this year? Twenty grand? You know, that's the, the standard of living. If you had twenty grand a year coming in nineteen eighty, you were doing all right. Right, you're doing okay, you know, but it was nothing to brag about. That's that's what 130,000 dollars a year is looking like now. Not a lot to brag about, right? Joe? I mean, if you want to buy a house or shoot, just if you have three thousand dollars a month rent, thirty six thousand of that 130 is going right to rent. You take the taxes well, out of that yeah, that and, sucker, right? Thirty six thousand of it's going to taxes, right? Thirty six thousand yep. of it of it's going uh, to rent. I mean, that's seventy two thousand. That's half of your money's already gone. Correct. And, right. and, and you haven't you haven't paid your car. You haven't paid your health insurance. Right. right. You haven't paid your car insurance. Right. You haven't paid your power bill. Your electric bill. You haven't even bought any food yet. Yeah. Well, I guess. Again, I, I got hope for it. I, I, this is going to be a hopeful show today. You want inflation to go down? Become homeless. I, I, that's. I mean, that's what the Fed said today. Their their core PCE deflator. Says it's only three point seven percent. So, so, so there you go. How bad is it? Something happened yesterday that's never happened 
from a guy who all of a sudden has the Fed in his crosshairs, talking about Jamie Dimon, the CEO, the billionaire CEO of America's biggest bank, right? J.P. Morgan. I did not know this. Do you know that Jamie Dimon has never sold a share in his bank? Never. Matter of fact, when his bank was, was, you know, in trouble, go back to 2009, he ponied up and bought 500,000 shares. When problems arose in 2016, he did it again. Bought another 500,000 shares on top of all the shares he gets as to be CEO. Now, the last few weeks, he's been very, very aggressive in saying the Federal Reserve is full of BS. They've gotten it wrong. They have no clue. Anybody that believes the line of BS that they're talking about, you better get ready. And he's been warning not just consumers. He's warning banks. Right? The 4,000 banks that the central bank wants to get rid of. You better hedge yourself. Because you think rates are high at, at, at just under 5%. Get a clue. Yesterday, he sold 1 million shares for the first time ever. He's never sold shares in his bank. What do you think that says? Now, do you think Jamie Dimon, who doesn't need any money, guy's a billionaire, okay? You know, by the way, he's got like 9 million shares, right? You think he's selling at the bottom? Right, you think the guy yeah. is going to sell at the bottom, and why is he selling now, Jason? I really think this is a simple case of, hey, I'm going to sell at the top. I'm going to wait for what I think's coming, and then I'll come back and I'll I'll buy five hundred thousand shares back, or maybe I'll buy all one million shares back, and and I'll pocket the difference. Right, I'm going to save a ton of money. If, if he sold a million, Joe, uh, and if you're, if you're, I would say he owns nine million shares. Uh, his selling hasn't stopped yet. There's no reason for him to just sell a million. I can, you know, if, if, he, if he sees dead weight on his portfolio, at least for the time being, then I would. Don't you think he'd at least sell almost fifty percent of that off before whatever hits? You don't well, want to do four million that. shares all at once. You do a million that at a time, be, yeah. so it just doesn't impress the news. Yeah, he he has to be real careful, and and, and I think the million. Is really strategy. Hey, well, I bought five hundred thousand shares twice, so I'm just selling that, right? Because any more than that, that would get people worried. Listen, uh, listen for his reasons. Well, it's done for tax reasons. What tax reasons? Well, you want to pay a bunch of taxes? Now that's a good indicator. What do you think Jamie Dimon thinks taxes are going to go? I think that's that's a real good indicator because he's going to pay a small fortune in taxes on this sale but how about this oh and diversification Hmm. now he's not going to say it 
I don't know it. I'm totally guessing here. Why do I think Jamie Dimon may be uh, putting some gold in his vault, vault at his <laughs> at one of his houses? Maybe at all yeah. of his houses. I don't know. That's just me. Well, in the taxes are a really good point, Joe, because – Let's just say if you, you you connect enough dots, you think, well, it, it could be in a couple of years such a bad economic situation that, uh, well, you know, when you sell the shares in 2026, the taxes are double. If, let's just say the taxes double. Well, if you sell it now, you pay half the taxes and you get more of the gain because maybe your shares drop half the value because of a market crash. So you get double the value, you pay half the taxes, possibly in the future, Joe. Uh, if, if that's the case, or anything close to that is the case, then yeah, you'll be selling more shares here soon, Joe. I think you just set the case that he's going to try to, as quietly as he can, sell more shares, Joe. Well, I'm going to say this right now. Just want to remind everybody of Jamie Dimon's comments when he talked about governments, spending, and central banks. Prepare for possibilities and probabilities. Not calling one course of action since I've never seen anyone call it, I want to point out central banks 18 months ago were 100% dead wrong. I would be quite cautious about what may happen next year. And then, oh, by the way, I'm selling a million shares. Because yeah. I'm tax purposes and diversification. Diversification. Yeah. Time for you guys to get diversified. 800-951-0592. Jason and I will be right back. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Friday. Uh, got got an item. Man, it's been a while. Um, this is something, you know, when I first started 20 plus years ago, this was an item that was in the rotation. I mean, every every couple of weeks, you know, at least once a month. Uh, and then as, as gold started running, it, it would be less and less and less. Uh, and now it's down to maybe once or twice a year because you just can't get them. And, and you can't get them in quantity. And you can't get them in quantity at a reasonable price. I'm talking about the $10 Indians, right? So we know all of the Indians carry a higher premium than their their liberties. Remember the Indian series, that was the fractional gold to go along with the St. Gaudens, right? So Teddy Roosevelt did not think that the Liberty series was majestic enough because the United States was now a superpower. And we needed coins that that represented that. And they came up with the $20 in Gaudens, which we don't run very often anymore either. And then the $10, $5, $2.5. They even have a $1 Indian as well. But the $1 and the 2 dollars they're so expensive. So expensive. That, that we just, you know, price per ounce, it's just not worth buying, right? In my, that's just my humble opinion. But the $5 and $10 Indians, you know, they're, they're more expensive. You know, we ran that great special. Remember, a few weeks ago on those $5 Indians, I mean, they were almost down to $5 Liberty pricing. Today, I've got 50 
$10 Indians. One through nine, $1,140. Ten or more, $1,135. You know, the, the $10 Liberty, it's $1,115. Jason, that's about as close as you're going to see a $10 Indian get to a $10 Liberty uh, because the the... the the realities are there's just not that many of them left. They didn't mint Indians for a lot of years because of the whole uh, Spanish flu thing and don't put that in your mouth and all that stuff. Now, remember, the $10 Indian, that is the female Lady Liberty with the Indian headdress on. Uh, one through nine, 1140 Ten or more, eleven hundred and thirty-five. Jason, if you're just buying one through nine, you're saving thirty-five dollars a coin. You get ten or more, so you're saving forty dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And hey, be like Jamie Dimon. Hey, I'm selling stock to diversify. Yeah, and for uh, a lot of you guys who are out there buying the $5 Indian a few weeks ago, this is a good accompanying coin, right, Joe? Because if you get a 5, you might as well get a 10. You might as well just uh, uh, have a few of each, right, Joe? Because the $10 libs, the $5 libs, we sell those regularly, like Joe said. But here's a chance to, to put a few $10 Indians with those 5s that we sold a few weeks ago. Well, and you got to remember, the $5 Indian, that was the male Indian. Hey, make the, make the guys in your life happy. Get them some ladies. Get them some ladies. The, the, the female... Ten dollar Indian. That just makes a lot of sense, right? You got you got the you got the guys. Let's get the girls in there. Ten dollar Indians. Eleven hundred and forty one through nine. Ten or more. Eleven hundred and thirty five dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And this one's easy. Just call up. Tell the girls I want the special. That's all you got to say. I want the special. And then we're going to say, how many would you like? If you've never ordered before, it's so easy. We have offices in Colorado and Arizona. So if you want to pick up, you can do that. If not, it's too far, you live in another state, whatever it may be. We charge a flat $35 to ship. And we ship FedEx. that's, That's how we ship. We ship FedEx to wherever you told us. Uh, when you place the order, you get a trade number. That trade number locks you in. That means it doesn't matter what gold does after that point. They go up $100, go down $100, your price is locked in. How do you pay? You can mail us a check. You can put it on a credit card. We charge 2% for credit cards. If you want to pick up and pay cash, you can do that as well. right? You have all the options at your availability. What happens after that, though? You're going to call me all the time. Are you going to solicit me? You're going to send me emails and junk mail and phone calls? Uh, no. We don't do any of that stuff. We don't put you on a list. We don't sell your information. right? Everyone says to me, Joe, you should be selling this stuff. No, because I don't like it when that happens to me. Who likes that? 
Right? I mean, by email, I get more junk emails than I get regular emails. We don't do any of that stuff. If you want to do business with us again, you got to pick up the phone and call. 800-951-0592. Jason, last week we told people about how uh, the European Union is now, uh, as a matter of fact, it starts next week. What they're calling the preparation phase for the digital euro. Uh, they're saying that they it will be completed within two years. So kind of the, the, the EU saying, hey, we're going to be digital in tw- by 2025. But now the, the PR campaign is starting to kick up in Europe. Banks and government officials are trying to sell the public on the benefits of this digital currency. And, of course, uh, proponents tout the convenience. It's going to be so convenient. You know, it's just convenient. You know, you don't have to have touch cash. Heaven forbid, fish around your purse for change. Uh, It's going to be very simple to spend, very simple to put it into your account. In Spain, they recently issued a note uh, telling everybody about the virtues of the digital currency. They're saying that it'll allow us to make electric payments, machines, connections, protocols, a key part of our financial system. And the euro system ensures its soundness and availability. See, that's the other thing, too. For the unbanked people. Oh, don't worry. We got you covered. Well, why are you unbanked? Oh, wait. The banks don't want you. Why? Well, you bounce stuff. You got your us money. Don't worry. You can now bank at the central bank. Yeah, it'll be wonderful. That's what we're all going to be sooner or later. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, the $10 female Indians, uh, you know, 1908 up through gold confiscation. But again, for a large portion of that time, they did not mint any uh, Indians. I want to say the $10 Indian got minted for, uh, I think, 11 years, something like that during that time. Uh, so really low minutes, really nice uh, looking coins, uh, and at a great price today. One through nine, eleven forty, ten or more at eleven hundred and thirty-five dollars. That's just twenty dollars more than a ten-dollar Liberty, uh, which is uh, for a ten-dollar Indian. That's about as close as as it gets. Uh, but we were talking about the eurozone. Now we 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 talked about this last week. But now here comes the propaganda. Here comes the propaganda. And the Spanish government is letting people know how much better it's going to be than cash. It creates a, a much better... Now, this is, this is what they're saying uh, versus, you know, whatever the spins are. We know what the spin's going to be. For cash is dirty. Right? It's inconvenient. 
most of the businesses are already trying not to take it. Right? Uh, it's for uh, terrorists and drug dealers and all the other, you know, evil people of the world, right? They're the only ones uh, that would uh, want to use cash. But the Central Bank of Spain, uh, they, were, they were telling everybody how great uh, the euro, uh, digital euro is going to be. And they said that it, it's it's making public money available for digital payments, which is going to make all of our lives easier. This is from uh, the, that, that was from the ECB. How's it going to make their life easier? What's going to make your, what, the bank's life easier? Well, yeah, think about it. Now we'll know where every dollar is. You know, and, and people have a hard time with this. Do you know what central bankers and bankers in general hate the most? There's two things they hate the most. They hate any cash you got sitting in your safe. Hate it. Why? Because it's not in their bank. It's not in their bank. We can't loan it out. We can't make money when you have cash sitting in them. They they hate it. They want it. And they're going to get it. You know what else they hate? We just hate that person that just leaves hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting in bank accounts. And the smart ones, hey, I've got five different bank accounts. Uh, who's who's, who's the, uh, the star for the bucks? Giannis? Right? Giannis makes God knows how many millions, upteen millions. He's got like two dozen banks. Because he's like, I'm not putting two or more two hundred fifty thousand dollars in any of these banks, right? And he just goes bank to bank to bank. They hate that. No, you're supposed to spend it. You're supposed to invest it in Wall Street. Buy a house. Buy a second house. Buy a boat. Go on vacation. They hate it. And now they have a way to attack it. See, right now there's no way. I got the banks, and we got the 10-year note, right, the interest. Right now, at least, they got to pay you interest on it. Of course, it's not enough to keep up with inflation, but still. In the future, let me tell you what's going to happen in the future. They're going to tell you, hey, you can have, and they'll put an amount. You know, they love $10,000, so let's call it 10 Hey, the first $10,000 you have in your Fed account, we're going to let that be. But, man, if you carry balances over that, yeah, we're going to just charge you a fee. And maybe that fee, it'll be small at first, right? You know, a tenth of a percent, and then it's a quarter of a percent. Right, Jason? Then it's a half of a percent. Hey, well, you know what? We're just going to charge you one percent. Yo, wait, it's an emergency. Economy's bad. Five percent. Right? Until you do what? Until you spend that money. Right, Jason? Yeah, and I think think the percent that you pay for money in the bank – Will be far less than processing cash. I, I, I Joe, you've talked about this several times. That uh, I, the digital, the, the 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 government digital currency, it it failed in Nigeria recently, and the euro is doing their version of it. And I think what's, what you're going to see is 
the banking system and businesses and the world at large, uh, you know, industrial world at large is going to use this digital currency. But then the whole thing about cash is going to be, once again, how much freedom can you afford? They're only going to, you, you put $10,000 cash in the bank, that could be 10%, Joe. They really are going to be harsh on, on the usage of cash. But here's the thing. There's just too many of their friends in the big club that still have this. You know, They're still dropping pallets in the Middle East of cash. I, I think they still are going to have some level of that. But it's just not going to be for us, Joe. It's not well, going to be for us. Well, let me tell you. Unless you're willing now, to pay the price. That, yeah. I don't know. Nigeria is a great example. That's a country that doesn't Test have market. a lot of confidence in, in its financial in industry. But let me tell you what the Bank of Spain said because this is really – what were they driving at? And this is happening here. They said that the central bank digital currency would have advantages over physical currency because cash doesn't allow people to exploit all the advantages offered by the increasing dis- digitalization of the economy and society. What do they mean by that? Well, businesses just aren't going to take cash anymore. That's that's yep. what that's what they mean. That's exactly yep. what they mean. Yeah. Get that gold put away. 800-951-0592. Jason and I, we're wrapping that up. Wow. We're already going to wrap up the week when we return. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. Uh, the $10 Indian sale, uh, 1 through 9, 1140 10 or more, 1135 at 800 died 5 and, and And it's just good to kind of highlight, hey, the, this is the plant everywhere. It's not just here. The dead auctions stink everywhere. Right, Japan every week is having to put out fires. Shh, don't talk about it. Jamie Diamond, I'll say this. I've been doing this a long time. I don't know that I've seen. And Jamie Diamond, let's face it, he's probably the most important banker there is. Crap all over the Fed more more than he did. And then saying, everybody better get ready. I don't like what I think is going to happen in 2024. It's not like he was talking about, hey, this is going to happen in five years. No, he's talking about, like, I, I don't like what's going to happen next year. And then today, for the first time, which I did not know. I figured the guy was sell, sell, sold stock all the time. Not only did he sell stock, J- Jason, he sold a million shares of stock. By the way, J.P. Morgan's stock, shocker, down today, right? Because it really does uh, signify... That Jamie Dimon's putting his money where his mouth is. You know, talks cheap, right, Jason? Talks cheap. He put his money where his mouth was and then flat out told people, I'm doing it for tax reasons. Which the only tax reason he can be doing it for is what? Hey, I think if I sell it later, I'm going to pay a lot more. So I'm going to sell now. Right? And then, oh, by the way, I want to diversify. Diversify from what? No, I want to diversify from the stock market. That's what I want to. And, hey, I want to diversify, namely, from banks. That tells you all you need to know. $10 Indians, 1 through 9, 1140, 10 or more, 1135 at 800 951 And, obviously, uh, Jason, it's going to be 
an interesting weekend. Uh, all eyes uh, are going to be, obviously, on Israel uh, to see if this ground assault that they're talking about begins. Uh, you know, we, we've started bombing uh, positions, uh, Iran proxies, as we like to call them, in Syria. And, and I think that uh, Monday could be a very interesting day if this thing starts. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I'll say it again. I think uh, Jamie Dimon is probably not done selling, Joe, because if, if you see bank stocks as possibly going down, which I think that's what he's been saying, things look really bad, and you see tax percentages going up on, on what you sell, then I don't think 100 million shares is going to do it, Joe. I, what, well, I get the feeling he's got some nice, quiet way to unload a bunch more here. And I, I, Here's the thing. If he wants to hold long-term, which I think he is, he's a long-term holder, Sure, fifty percent, sixty percent. He'll hold on to it, you know. Could maybe, uh, you know, I, I don't. I'm not a stock expert as far as unloading and loading back up on stocks, but uh, not ten percent, Joe. Ten percent is not. A, if you say taxes higher and and asset that you're holding being worth less, ten percent is not enough, Joe. He's. I mean, I think this is just a test. I think he just put his toe in the water just to see if there's a flack, right? Well, I'll just say this. Uh, he put a lot of money in his bank account today. I, I know that. 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.